right, you're listening to Life As We Own It. I am Minister Jan, coming to you as authentic as I can with help from Yahweh. And that is he who makes that which has been made. Here to speak on lessons that we mistake and the blessings we have embraced. Let us be humble as we live life as we own it. Today, this evening, this day, I have a guest here. And this is going to be our second part of our mental health series. We're talking today in regards to how things affect us emotionally, physically, and how it affects us as children walking in the word of God at all ages, because we all have these different perspectives of how life should be or how life could be at the ages that we are. Today, I am coming from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. The message version say, you never saw him, yet you love him. You still don't see him, yet you trust him and laugh and sing. Because you kept on believing, you'll get what you're looking forward to. Total salvation. Before I introduce my guest here, I have one little tidbit. This is a young lady here who is, is a, an aspiring actress. Am I right? Mm-hmm. All right. An aspiring actress um, working in a the theater. She, um, she is the J Boogie um, always. And we are talking today um, to this young lady who is fresh, 18 years old, <laughs> and living life, um, learning and living a life so open now you know to so many possibilities you're just now starting your journey you agree i am yes yes you are just now starting your journey so when we're talking about um mental health so let let me propose this question to you um if you um do you ever stop to think just how much god has protected you and not, not just your body, not just your physical body, but your brain, um, how you think mentally, how you feel emotionally. Um, you ever stop to think about um, how God has protected you? I do, actually, yes. I realized that through the years, he has protected me a lot, whether it's from the people I hang around to certain family members. Like, he's always protecting me from all of these bad things. But I wouldn't have known he was protecting me if I wasn't if I wasn't like listening. So you like you always have to listen in for God whenever he's trying to tell you something because he's always speaking with you. He's always trying to talk to you. So what do you mean by like listening? Like can you verbally hear a voice? Can you can you hear a voice or is it what what do you mean by that? Like is it a, a feeling that you get? that makes you listening like like is that the loudest (laughs) noise because to me to me sometimes when i hear god it's not a voice but it's the loudest voice in the room if that makes sense yeah (laughs) well it's kind of like that for me but i know it's different for everyone like god talks to everyone in different ways because everyone yeah but for me sometimes like I'd see something similar in a dream. Sometimes it'd be in a dream. Sometimes I would just have a feeling in my gut. Mm. And sometimes I would pray about it and I'd get an answer. 
And the answer is like something small, like, okay, so like if I say, oh God, how is this person going to affect me in my life and all this with that certain person, I'll start to see things. God mm. will help, like he'll help me open my eyes to see like the person, like see, what kind of person Like their they character, are. like their, their character. character. So when they say certain stuff, like you can, can you like hear it in their voice? Here, um, that that's that's that that is very intuitive of you because some adults don't have that ability to even understand that. You know, you're you're seeing or hearing, feeling God work within you so completely different than some adults do. Um, that I, I that I know even older than I am. They don't they don't often listen for those signals you know those the like people are quick to say oh something told me i'm always like no it's not something i know it's god <laughs> i know that it, i know it's one of my angels telling me some stuff yeah i know who it is because i don't i want to give him the credit he deserves right. that makes sense but we also need to remember this is like a two-way street so you can only you can only let god help you if you listen there's a difference okay hear me out there's a difference between listening and listening. Like you can hear someone say something and not do it. And you can hear someone say something and go, oh yeah, take it into consideration and maybe do it to help better yourself. Mm. So if you don't listen to God and like, so he can help you better yourself and choose all the right, help you choose the right choices, go down the path that he made for you, then there's no point. There is not. You're correct. You're correct. Is it's like being in school and learning to spell a word, but not under understanding the definition of the word. Yes. So, you know, did you really learn the word? Because you only knew just a small tidbit, but you didn't see the big picture. So it didn't matter to you. That's very, that's very good the way you, the way you explain that. Because um, as we travel, sometimes we don't often remember where God has brought us. Like that scripture says, you know, you, 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 you're with me. You're not just with me, but you're with me, you know, or you're not here, but I, but I feel you, but I feel you, you know, I trust you, even though what is the reason behind trust? Because you've never seen this person that you are now trusting, but you're trusting that. They, and I always look at it as like when you guys were little. When, when, when it's a baby, they, they trust you even though they have no idea if they should trust you. Their, their insights tell you, oh, this is my parents. I bonded with these people. I trust them. We trust that if we let them go for a little bit, they will walk a little bit, but we're not going to let them keep falling yeah. all <laughs> over the place. You know, there, there's some trust right there, but, you know, but they see us. So how is it that you're able to trust God even though you've never met him? Well, because, just like you said, I've known him my whole life. Like, it's not that you've... It's like... Okay. It's like kind of like being born blind. You can't see the... Per, like, if you have a mom, right? You can't see your mom. You can you can hear her, though. You can hear her. You can feel her. And you know that she's there. Right. It's kind of like that with God. Because, like, I don't see him, but I know that he's there. Which reminds me of like one of my favorite quotes, like, best friends are like stars. You can't always see them, but you know that they're there. Mm. 
God mm-hmm. is like a star. He's the maker of them, definitely. And I understand that. Do you think that that is what helped you emotionally? Like, I don't want to say that you you don't or do, do or do not, but like mentally, like if you feel anxious about anything, you know, you're, you're still young and you're still trying to figure out life. When you feel a certain way about how things are going um, or, you know, when something don't go your way when it comes to a friendship, how does that play inside of your relationship with God? Like, how do you keep God first and understand that he's still there with you, even though this didn't go the way you wanted it to go? Well, that's life. Life's never going to go how you want it to go. That's just, that's just how it is. Do you really believe that? I really do. <laughs> <laughs> like... If no one had any troubles or challenges in their life, nobody would grow. And God always wants the best for his kids. He wants us to grow. So he gives us challenges. And if we had none, we would all be couch potatoes. But how, how do you deal with your challenges? Like, I know that there's... Just think of a time where you really know for a fact you've been hurt. You've been hurt and you've been depressed. Um, not, you know, not mentally, like, depressed, depressed. But, you know... You've been hurt. We've all had really bad hurts in our lives. And I think back on really bad times in my life where I know for a fact that my heart was really hurting um, really bad. It was so, it's so easy to just be like, God, where are you right now? How, how were you able to continue to move from that in there? Was it just trusting in God? Was it hard? I mean, because I'll be honest, at first, it ain't the easiest thing in the world. It's not the easiest oh, thing in no, the world. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, so it's not the easiest <laughs> thing in horrible. the world. Because I would feel bad if the 18-year-old found it easy and I didn't find it easy. <laughs> no. Okay, so it's not that easy at all. But you do cope with it. Yes, there are lots of ways to cope with it. And one of the ways I do is surrounding myself with the people that God gave me. Like... For one, my friends and my family. My friends, like, they, oh my gosh, they were always, always checking on me. They could always tell when something's off. They'll just, like, they'll be on it. <laughs> They're quick with it. Mm-hmm. Not to say that my family isn't, because they definitely are. <laughs> it's good to know. I mean, but it, it is an honest statement, though. We do go through things, and... As believers, we still, it doesn't, a lot of people do believe, as you get older, you'll realize that a lot of people do believe that if I have God, nothing wrong is ever going to happen. And that's not true. That's not true. It's because of God, the devil is going to want to come after you even more. There are going to be situations like, how do you know you can trust God unless you trust God? Like, to me, I've had things happen in my life where I know what trust looks like with God. Have you had things in your life, and you know, your young life, uh, beautiful young life, where you knew that wasn't nobody but God? Ooh, <laughs> I have. Have you? I definitely have. Mm. One very specific okay. memory comes to mind. What's that? As freshly 18, I have had, I've experienced... A good and a bad high school romance. Okay. 
Okay, this is this is a G radio, so you're gonna keep it G. I am. Yes, okay, I'm gonna keep it G because I I want I would like to keep it as G as possible. Oh, it's, okay, I got it. I got okay, it. so what do you mean by that? So what I mean is like with the bad one. I'm gonna start with that one. It was like your like my first real what I thought was a real relationship. Mm. Like it lasted like eight months. Eight months. Because eight months is a real relationship. Okay. 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 Well, no, no, no. Okay. 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 Good. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> In high school, eight months feels long because you know it's high school. It's high school. I get it. I understand. <laughs> and the thing with that is like. It was, it's always good while, while it's happening, but then, like, during the relationship, you can kind of, like, feel some of the changes, like, oh, is this normal? Like, sometimes when you question it, it usually isn't. Mm-hmm. So, like, the question's like, oh, is this normal? Do other people do this? And, of course, me being in high school, all of my friends are dating. So, obviously, I go to my friends and ask, and I was like, oh, they do this and this and this and this. It's like, oh, they do this and this and this. But I'm like, oh, they don't do this and this and this. They don't do that. And then, like, the t- God is trying to tell you right there, right there. Yeah, that's not the Red one. flag. That's a red flag. But you're saying that. But I'm saying, no. You're, it's, it's easy to ignore when it's your first. It really is. It's like, okay. oh, no. It's just our first time. Like, it's our first relationship. It'll change over time. We'll get better. And usually it does. But more often than not, it doesn't. Do you find that high school relationships can be like that, though? Like, more turmoil, ups and downs. When I was in high school, it seemed like people who was in long-term relationships had a bunch of... It was like looking at husband and wives at the junior level, at the freshman level. Yeah, it was kind of bad. I mean, but, but so you went through this type of relationship. So how do you know now of a better one? Well, for one, the better one, I know people say this a lot, but like, and I didn't really believe it because obviously I thought, oh no, I'm fine. (coughs) But communication, it really is everything. If you can't communicate, that's terrible. Well, not like it's terrible, but it is kind of terrible. Because between those two relationships, communication can be, like, it can be the thickest or the thinnest bridge that Mm. you can cross. That you can cross. Like, depending on how good it is or how bad it is will depend on how the relationship is. And even if it's just you communicating, it's not going to mean anything if the other person isn't putting in that other effort. And how does that help you? Um, How has that helped you emotionally? I mean, because this all goes back to how God protects us. How does that help you emotionally still keep the connection with this person that you would like to be with, but also keep yourself connected to where you know God wants you to be at? Well, there's a... Mm, Let me think of my answer. (laughs) So... I know it's deep. I know. I get it. (laughs) The deep questions are always the hard ones. So it's like... It's kind of like... With this one and this one, with like 
like to A and, a and B. Mm-hmm. God is like, because even in both relationships, He was always telling me communicate, communicate, communicate. You need to emphasize to them that you need to communicate. <laughs> but I didn't listen. To, but some some people don't listen the first time. But the second time, when you actually listen, you give what you get. Or, you get what you give. Yeah. You get what you give. You get what you give. And so, by communicating second time properly, you can get a better understanding of, like, well, everything. And, like, with with relationships that are like that, God is, like, he's always trying to do what's best for you. Right. Like, he never tries to do something. He never gives you a task that you can't complete. He never gives you an impossible task. So if he gives you a task, it means that he knows you're capable of doing it. Do you think that um, he helps you to stay where... Because when you're talking about communicating, are you communicating your your wants, your needs, or All of it. What, God, what God wants you to do? All of that. It's all of the above. Okay. Your wants, your needs, what God needs you to do, what he wants you to do. Because I feel like that all kind of falls into the same category. Because what God needs should be also what you need. And what he wants should be something that you want. Correct. Because he always He always wants what's best for us. We're his kids. This is, this is true. Any parent would want what's best for their kids. Always. Okay, yeah, you you're really holding your own over here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. doing my best. <laughs> you're doing your best. You're doing your best, and your best is great. Um, I love to I love to hear it because it's so often that we don't we don't pay attention to the young at heart or the young in age. Be honest with you, and you know you and I talk all the time. We talk about all kinds of things all the time, and um. This is this is definitely something that you know most most parents, most adults, um, most young people can't express themselves, and it can really harm them mentally to hold stuff in. Have you ever had that where you just held, held something in and could not get it out? Actually, all of the time. <laughs> so if you're holding it in all the time, how are you expressing it? Well, that's just the thing. Sometimes you can't get it out. And that's frustrating. Mm. Like sometimes, this is just with me though. But most of the time, you know what you want to say and you know how you feel, but getting it out is can be like extremely difficult. Like whether it's you not having the words or not knowing how to express it. Are you trying to keep from hurting feelings, or are you trying to express it in a way that is more politically correct or um, age appropriate? Correct, or all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> and especially if you're a people pleaser and you just don't want to, like, hurt anyone's feelings. Because, like, it's different when you're a kid and when you're in high school. Like, some kids, they're just like, oh, yeah, I want to listen, like, because they asked me to do this and, like, right. like that. But when you're in high school and, like, you try and be a people pleaser, that's different because people remember that more because they're older. It's so like, if you're not feeling it one day, and you're just, you just have, your bottle is so full, it's about to overflow, it's cracking, it's, you try fixing it, but it's not working, you're almost over, 
the breaking point of of the glass, mm-hmm. and you just and then the glass breaks, people are gonna remember that. Mm. Like people won't remember that you pushed someone down the slide this one time in elementary school, but they're gonna remember if you snap at somebody in high school. Right. 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 High school is a it's a different bird. It's a, I, I don't think that college is as difficult as high school because so many emotions are constantly <laughs> going. I can remember even when I was in high school thinking, it is always somebody's emotions that are needing to be in check, checked or, you know, or ignored. I mean, it's always something along that line. And um, I remember thinking several times, God, just look after me. Like, even before I realized what I was saying then, God, just look after me. Because you just don't, you don't know. You, you're too busy trying to control your own emotions. But we often are not thinking about the emotions of other people either. Or sometimes it's vice versa. We're thinking so much about other people's emotions, but... We don't think about ourselves. We don't think about ourselves. And that's the reason why, you know, I'm very happy to have you here having this little chit chat i want you to be able to come back um because this is informative you're you're getting older and it is it is definitely eye-opening to see how you see things and um how you're looking at your walk with christ do you i mean you're going to be embarking on what one you're about to go on another trip (laughs) um so you're about to vacation somewhere you've never been um for the holidays so that's exciting um that's another bottle of emotions that are going but this should be good emotions right um we're definitely thinking about you know spending time with family um for the holidays you're embarking on finishing your last year of high school and you know those are emotions too and you're you're looking at how life is going to be after high school, um, your career. You're looking at your future. How does these emotions um, affect you right now? Well, I didn't think that they would affect me as much as they did, but <laughs> obviously, it's a little it's a little melancholic. Mm. But at the same time, it's really exciting. Like I'm starting a new chapter. About to be on a different season. (laughs) Yes, you are. You are. (laughs) And sometimes I think, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see what happens next in the show. (laughs) But at the same time, I think, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss, like, I'm going to miss so many seasons. Like, I miss this happening and this happening. Like, because I know a a lot of my friends are juniors. And they're not making this easy for me at all. <laughs> so that weighs on you too. A lot. Yeah. And but you you keep you know, you keep your I see you, you keep your connections with your friends pretty close. Um, even even though you understand that you're moving forward, you're still trying to keep connections with people who are very close to you. Um but how how are you keeping your connection with God in between that? Oh, well, that one's easy. <laughs> like how you should always, you know how people say you should always keep a good work and personal life, like, balanced schedule? Correct. It's kind of like that. 
it's like you should always know what to balance or like when to balance what like I like God is always on my mind like whether it's at the very top or like the very back sometimes when I'm occupied but he's always in there he's always in there and I'm always thinking about him like I think about him before I pray when I eat when I go to bed, when I wake up, like he's always up there. Mm. Whether it's like a subconscious thought, but he's always there. And it's kind of like that with everything because you can't always be thinking at everything at the exact same time. That would be really stressful. This is correct. This <laughs> is correct. Uh, and this is good. This is one of the reasons why we pray before we journey. We do certain things before we leave. Um, it makes it easy for us to trust the process Trust that even though we haven't saw him, we still love him. You know, we're in love with um, not just the thought of him, but everything he has physically done for us already, which also makes it easy um, for us to trust him, even though we've never met him. Because we, I, tr- I, I can say I can trust God in my life and the things he does for my life because he has showed up for me. He has showed up for me several times. Um, and it helps me laugh. It helps me sing. It helps me in everything that I do. Um, and I do pray that it continues to help you in the exact same way. Um, fully traveled. As we travel from here to there, do you ever stop and think about just how much God has protected you? To stop and thank God for not letting you hit another car when you knew you nodded off for a few seconds while driving. Thanking God for traveling mercy because you saw the truck that was out of control, but you understand it was really God that straightened that truck out. Um, When I was younger, my family faithfully prayed before we left on a journey, something we still do now, even in the mornings before we go to school. And again, on the way back, We never know what the outcome could be, but what we know, what it would be with prayer. Prayer changes everything. If you really think about it, if it wasn't for the prayers we make in the prayers of others mixed with divine intervention, how blessed would we really be? God is with us through the fog, the rain, and the speeding parts of our lives whether it's physically emotionally or mentally our souls are constantly being attacked it is he who allows us to walk out of our vehicles of life that has that has been totaled with no scratch this is God through our prayer our life and our travels all over and during our lives, we should always remember to stop and pray. Traveling mercy is a gift from God, a gift we should use more often. Thank you so much, Jay Boogie, for being here with me and spending time. Um, what are your words of wisdom when it comes to protector, protection, how God has protected you? Um, words of wisdom always trust please I know people say that you might hear your pastor say it but if everyone's saying it maybe it's a sign <laughs> like please trust him he he is a miracle worker he works wonders but he can only work his miracles if you listen absolutely what would you say are your strong points in life 
what what are the things that make you strong? Um, I think I'm a very understanding and open person. Mm. Like I can understand things from different people's point of views and how they can feel. I don't know if that's empathetic or empathetic. <laughs> I get those confused. See, <laughs> <laughs> I understand. But I think yeah, I'm a really. I think that's my biggest like strength. I'm a very very understanding person. What are your weaknesses? Weakness. <sighs> Do I even have any? No, oh, I'm my kidding. Stars, my stars. <laughs> um, I think it would probably be without God, and I know this from firsthand experience. Without Him, I would have a very, very, very poor sense of judgment. Mm. I can't, without His help, I don't really think I can tell the good from the bad people sometimes. Mm. It's hard That's sometimes. That's an honest statement. That is an honest statement. And nowadays, a lot of people are just wolves in sheep's clothing. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And do you have a favorite Bible verse? I do. It's, oh, what is that? My favorite verse is, well, I can't choose between the two. It's love thy neighbor mm-hmm. and Jesus wept. And Jesus wept. Why Jesus wept? He wept for his... He cried for his friend because his friend was gone. And that just shows that... That's just another reason to show that... How amazing he is. Like, that's the only time in the Bible where he cries. He cries for his friend because... He misses him. He he loves him. He cries in the Bible, but he cries for his friends every time. You're correct. And it's the empathy. It is is the feeling around him that allows him to do those things. That's really, that's that's insightful. That's very insightful. So, um, as we close out, I just want to tell you thank you. Thank you very much for being a part of this. Um, again, I do hope that you come back. I do. And um, safe travels to you, my love, as you travel. And um, this is Jay Boogie. You say goodbye to my people. Bye. And, you know, we, we, it's going to be good. You have listened to Life As We Own It. I am Minister Jan, as authentic as I can be. Um, with those that are around me, always. Here to speak on the lessons we mistake and the blessings that we are learning to embrace. All ages, all the time. Let's be, meaning to exist and live humble as we live life as we own it.